0: And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at LuckyMojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt of PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Conjurman Ali of TheConjureman.com in Mission Viejo, California, and special co-host, Miss Athena of GothamConjure.com in New York City. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers, Lady Muse of HouseofSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California. Uh, and they will then take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of voodoo, conjure, or rework as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual voodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the lucky Much of form at form. At LuckyMojo.com and call into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first let's catch up with our co-host, Contraman Ali and Miss Adina. Contraman Ali,
1: thank you, Papa Nood, for that wonderful, wonderful uh, introduction. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm not Miss Cat. Miss Cat is away today, and we wish her all sorts of fun. Welcome to all of you uh, to another wonderful show. We've got a really exciting one planned, uh, a topic that's going to kind of take us in a little bit of a different direction than what we usually discuss. So we're very excited about that. And we are joined by the wonderful Miss Athena, who is stepping into the shoes of Miss Cat. We are very excited to have her here. We've had her on the show a couple times uh, so far, mm-hmm. and it's always been very fun. And then we have our wonderful guest today, uh, Lady Muse. And Lady Muse has also been on the show a few times and it's always always fun and interesting uh, to have her. Uh, she brings a very positive and wonderful energy to this show so we're very excited today. Um, just a, some, a quick update from, from my end just to get us started and then we'll do a quick uh, uh, roundtable see how everyone's doing. I've been quite busy uh, in doing some research uh, the past few weeks and, and so I've been eyeballs deep in, in archive work uh, which is what we historians deal with is, is documents and archives and and places where they're stored and whatnot. Uh, so that's been quite fun and interesting, um, but it's it's always work that keeps you busy and away for a long time. Um, I'm I currently have some uh, emails that I'm also going to be working on today. So if you're a client waiting for an email, you'll probably hear back from me today. It's been quite a busy uh, September, and I really, you know, got to emphasize the theme that I mentioned over the past few weeks. It's People coming forward of looking for some type of help for repairing relationships or salvaging a home, some type of peaceful homework. That has been really the theme for the end of summer for me, from like August, now well into September. That's like the number one thing people have been asking about. So it is interesting, and I think in many ways it's reflected uh, in what's going on astrologically and definitely what we're going through. Uh, We've went through some really crazy uh, uh, retrograde and things going direct. So it's it's been interesting astrologically and I think it's been interesting uh, in regards to the type of clients and as well as what's going on in the world around this. So that's my my news. Really mostly kind of very nerdy, shamelessly nerdy, digging into the archives, dealing with stuff uh, uh, in that regard, doing some research, but also uh, some client work along those lines. Let's check in first uh, with Miss Athena. See how she's doing since last we spoke. Welcome, Ms. Athena. So glad to have you on the show. What's new in your neck of the woods?
2: Well, thank you, Ali. It's so nice to be with you again as well. Um, it's uh, definitely been a very busy time for me. The last time we spoke, I was doing an awful lot of work for clients who were looking for help mm-hmm. with their jobs. And um, that continued throughout the summer And now, like you, I'm getting, again, that rush of reconciliation work It's definitely a result of the astrological influences And it just feels like there's an awful lot of uh, women in particular contacting me, whose boyfriends broke up with them just two weeks ago, and it, oh, wow. it seems like it's almost the identical scenario for everybody that's contacting me. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. work being done to help bring people back together, and um, I'm I'm just keeping very busy with readings and those clients, and uh, enjoying the change in in seasons. We're getting into fall. And even though it, it triggers my allergies, it's still my favorite season. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to crisp weather and uh, and, and you know, fall foliage and uh, knitting scarves. So uh, it's definitely my time of year. So I'm very happy oh, to be here so again today. Yeah.
1: I'm glad to have you. Glad to have you. It's It's so interesting Thank too how Uh, In regards to clients, they really do show up in sort of themes or waves Mm. or cycles.
3: Um, And any
1: professional root worker will notice that. They'll be able to track it. And if you're a good one, you should be noting it. You can note on the calendar or something like, oh, we've got a kind of a wave of reconciliation or wave of success or whatnot. And that will help you to tell – you know, it will help you to understand – you know, what's going on environmentally, astrologically, et cetera, because they do show up. And then you can compare notes with your colleague. Like, well, I'm doing a lot of this work. Oh, I'm doing a lot of that work, too. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Like you, I'm
1: also very much looking forward to fall. Uh, summer could not end soon enough. I don't like <laughs> hot weather, so I'm very much looking no, me forward neither. To, to fall. <laughs> All right, let's bring in a uh, wonderful uh, Lady Muse. Welcome, Lady Muse. Glad to have you back on the show. Um, for those of you that are unfamiliar with uh, Lady Muse. She is a reader and root worker, a popular one at the Readers and Root Workers Association, AIR, the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers. Uh, she has been on the show a few times as well as, and interesting enough, I think she's, if I'm not mistaken, the several times she's been on, in addition to the root, has been when Kat's been away. You've stepped in a couple mm. times, if I'm not mistaken, as, as either <laughs> a guest co-host or as guest. I think the last time we were all together, it was John St. Germain and yourself, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's interesting how that's been working out. We're so glad to have you back. Let us know a little bit about what's new with you, what have you been up to, uh, a little bit more about your practice so that our, re- our listeners who are just tuning in can find out a
0: little bit more about you.
4: Well, yes, it is always good to be here, and I always enjoy playing musical chairs on the Lucky Mojo Show, and I am enjoying the fall weather as well, so it's three of us. Oh, baby, that's right. Um, we are actually working and uh preparing for the House of Self Empowerment grand opening celebration of our store Holy and wow. Spiritual Yay. Center. Yes, we are so excited. Everyone is welcome to come. It's the weekend event starting at eleven o'clock on November 1st through the 3rd, 2019. It's enough time for you to make your plans and make it on down here to Victorville. Come and enjoy (laughs) the food, entertainment, and giveaways as you shop till you drop. We are also raffling off three, not one, not two, but three success baskets full of goodies worth over $300 each and a 30-minute reading Consultation for each winner. Isn't that wonderful? That's exciting. Oh, that's that great. is great. Super exciting. Now, but and also, the very
1: Juju generous. Box, oh,
4: yes, it is, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But you know how we do it. We love to be generous. We love people. So we want everybody mm. to be successful. Now, the Juju Box raffle tickets are $3. Which you'll be able to purchase online or in person, and there will be three chances to win Friday winner, Saturday winner, and Sunday winner. So make sure you come out and bring the family and enjoy yourself. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody there. No excuses, people. See you there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've been doing. Don't miss out you know i tell people don't miss out on events like this in person why yeah. uh, because yeah. i think in the especially in the 21st century there's something that's happened where our communities have shifted digitally and now they're now
2: online
1: and that's not a bad thing to be clear i i know some people you know they they Get all nostalgic for an old time that almost never really existed, right? Uh, but the, it's great. There's a great component of being able to connect with people across the country. Uh, you know, your community is now global or inter or international uh, in a way that it was never before. But there is a consequence in that, and the consequence is you miss out on the kind of in-person experience um, that is yeah, so right. much at the heart mm-hmm. of, of the thing of the of the work that we do, whether it's in-person readings or going to an actual shop. As much as I love ordering online, right? I love ordering, and I always order. But going into an actual shop, like the first time I actually stepped into Lucky Mojo, that's a completely different experience. Same thing here. Mm -hmm. If you've got a grand opening to a store, you know, go out. Enjoy the experience because that's also where you'll find physical community. You'll find the reader that's for you. You'll find the
3: Mm -hmm. product
1: that is for you. You'll find the person that is for you. But, oh, look, I have a friend here who lives next door or who lives only 30 minutes away. So I always encourage people. Whenever there's an event like this, make your way out to it uh, because that is an opportunity to ground the digital community in face-to-face reality, to actually have that in-person experience. So congratulations on the grand opening. We very much look forward to it. Sending lots of our love and light and blessings your way. And those baskets, let me tell you, that sounds
3: definitely exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else. You know, i to make that happen
1: Yes. that. That is, that is exciting. And a mm-hmm. reading. That's, that's right and there. A so yes. let's, uh, and a reading. And reading. So let's uh, move towards our, our discussion. Lady News has um, really introduced uh, a topic here that I think is going to be of interest for a lot of people. Uh, we walk through life uh, not often realizing how much of a mess is actually out there. People who are spiritually attuned will pick up on it, but people who aren't generally are vulnerable to all the kind of negativity out there. And so our topic today is, is protection from shifting energies. Protection work is really, really at the cornerstone of a lot of root work and hoodoo. Um, the oldest kind of forms of working generally kind of can be clustered in small groups. So, for example, breakup works, probably not the oldest type of root work there is out there. Though some type of crossing, cursing, damage to relationship likely would have existed at some point. But things like keeping your family together, very old root work. We have examples of formula that go all the way back and even some techniques that may hearken um, further back. And, of course, protection. Protection is one of the most important. Important types of root work there is, particularly because we're talking about a community that is often vulnerable. This is the African American community in uh, in the United States, and often face all sorts of both social uh, harm, psychological harm, physical harm. And so, protection work was very important, and it comes in a variety of different levels: protecting from physical harm, protecting from psychic harm, and part of that is what we're going to talk about today: that the shifting energies. Now, for those of you that are, are going, energy, is that even hoodoo? The answer is actually yes. We often associate energy with a sort of new age tradition, but in reality, there's a pretty strong and old discourse within hoodoo itself about the concept of energy. Now, it isn't always called energy, to be clear. Sometimes people talk about it as spirit, sometimes people talk about it as other ways. So, for example, we have the language about evil eye. Yes. Energy. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And certainly within about the about the 40s or 50s or so, we started to see uh, hoodoo workers also talking about energy very openly, uh, adopting that discourse. So it is actually very much part of it that. There is a concept of shifting energy. There's a concept of psychic vampirism. All those things exist in voodoo. And there are ways, techniques of dealing with it and protecting yourself from it. So with that like brief little history introduction into the concept of shifting energies and this kind of older tradition of protection, I'm going to turn this over to uh, Lady Muse, who's going to kind of help us guide this direction. What do we mean when we say protection from shifting energies?
4: All right, energy shifting. Okay, here we go. Energy shifting can be utilized in both methods of left- and right-handed root work. Depending on the circumstances, tact and discretion is used when deciding on which method to choose. Shaking up the emotional state of an individual can be the result of energy shifting. I'm sure we can recall prior situations where we have watched someone with a bad attitude infect a whole group of people. The domino effect, causing a chain reaction of foolishness. I'm sure we've had the situations where the energy was so low with the group of people, and one person comes in and the room lights up with positive energy. Mm-hmm. That domino effect
3: mm-hmm. caused
4: a reaction of excitement, encouragement, and hope. How about the time? when there was chaos and confusion going on, and then came peace. There are many factors that can be at play in manipulating the shifting of energy. Today, instead of focusing on the factors, the why, I want to focus on the type, negative and positive, how they are distributed and the methods of protection from unwanted vibrations of shifting energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, there's no time to be worried about the why when peace is needed immediately. Energy distribution methods can also be deployed via phone lines, social media, person to person interaction, sexual intimacy, totes,
3: mm. astral
4: traveling, fragrance, and via consumption. I can hear the conversations now. Oh Lord, let him use. That means we can't go anywhere, and eat anyone's cooking. We have to hide, include <laughs> ourselves to the world. No, 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 stop. Don't jump out the window. You don't have to run and hide or be afraid to live your life. You control what you choose or choose not to expose yourself to. As for readers and room Mm -hmm. workers, pastors, teachers, all those who work under the umbrella of counseling are people who are constantly exposed to the various energies Mm -hmm. and need to have the ability to keep themselves clean balanced, and protected. Also, those who do not fall in such categories need to have the ability to recognize shifting energy, whether good or bad, in addition to have a technique for protection when necessary. One of my favorite things is you don't have to get ready. If you what? stay ready. That's right.
3: <laughs> so now mm-hmm. there are
4: various forms of protective protection rituals. Amulets, mojos, and techniques to protect yourself from unwanted energy shifting. We're going to keep it short and sweet because I also want to hear my colleague's input. Now, speaking about techniques, affirmation techniques, which are speaking words of power and authority, works wonders when in a pinch. And right now, Mo, when all hell is breaking loose around, in some traditions, the blood of Jesus is chanted to drive away evil speaking peace into a situation in a commanding tone and driving the mm. negativity back to the abyss pit of hell along with the sender if necessary calling upon the Lord God the creator invoking your ancestors and guardians immediately Isaiah 54:17. no weapon formed against us shall prosper words of power words of authority songs. Mm. God is our refuge and strength, a very help in the time of what? Trouble, words of power, words of authority. Psalm 69.22, let their table become a snare before them, and that which should have been for their welfare, let it become their trap. Words or phrases Mm -hmm. of power and authority can bring a fresh, calming vibe to a situation and Mm -hmm. as you watch it unfold start giving thanks for the victory now understand sometimes the energy is strong and don't want to let up so you don't let up stand your ground until it disintegrates or go away never to return affirmation can be personally developed and consecrated, or you can work with scriptures from sacred texts, such as. And there's a book called The Hoodoo Bible Magic, which I absolutely love mm-hmm. by Miss Michael. It's an excellent book. It will guide you to the exact scriptures that's necessary for various situations. It's a must-have in everyone's arsenal. So if you don't have it, go pick it up. So Conjure Man Ali and Miss Athena, what are your thoughts in regards to protecting oneself from unwanted energy shifting? Conjure Man.
1: I think that was a, a really great uh, intro to what, what we're really talking about here. I mean, shifting energy is something that happens in life, as you rightly noted, in so many different aspects. But it's not always just cursing and crossing, right? But it's not always someone like, oh, burning candles to do something to your energy to to strike at you. But sometimes it's the room you walk into, uh, Doc Murphy talked about ah the classroom where you teach. It's so true. Mm. When you're in a classroom, right, whether you're a teacher or a professor like I am, and you step in, you you, you experience it. What the students bring, you experience. And there are there are cases where one student can uplift or one student can really bring down the entire energy. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be protected from that or you need to have the strength in order to shift the energy yourself, right? Yes. From a position of right. power. Mm-hmm. And sex is and, and, and in relationships are huge. And we've talked about spiritual STDs on the show multiple <laughs> times because of this kind <laughs> of concept. that people don't really they they don't really think it through. Like if you're engaging with don't someone, it's not just the kind of physical that's happening. There's energy shifting that's happening here. So yeah, protection mm-hmm. along those lines. Um, what about you, uh, what about you, Ms. Athena? When we say protect or shift protection from shifting energy, what does that mean to you?
2: Yeah, this is a fantastic conversation because you know you don't realize how often just in the course of an average day you come up against other people's energy yeah. and it does mm-hmm. affect you, whether it's at work, whether it's socially, what have you. It, it really can profoundly affect and impact not only just the nature of your day but how you move forward into your next day. Um, I do find personally I keep myself protected at all times especially when I'm doing work with clients, uh, that even just in the course of a mundane day, I start every morning with protection and ensure that you have a very good relationship with St. Michael. And I use St. Michael oil every day to keep myself protected. And I start with my feet, the soles of my feet, and work my way up and anointing myself with oil so that I have that shield of his guardianship Mm. and, and protection throughout the day. So that I am kept from, as I say, the snares of my enemies. That's what I petition for is is guard me from the snares of my enemies. In whatever form they may take And so I give myself that sort of peace of mind every day But still you encounter these energy vampires These sort of psychic um, people who just drain your energy um, Or shift Mm -hmm. it away from where you want it to be So I find, I like uh, Lady Muse that you talked about The affirmative technique Because I'll I'll have that voice in my head When I sense that happening that you have no power over me, this will not affect me, Mm. this is not in in service to my highest good. And so I give myself Mm -hmm. that verbal affirmation that I am stepping outside of that experience and allowing that person to just affect themselves but not me. And so telling Mm. myself that a little bit every day um, when I sense it is important. Sometimes they slip through, and sometimes you find yourself drained or affected And you then think back and realize the source of that uh, that energy that has affected you. So I would then take a very good cleansing bath. When I get home, um, if I've had a conversation with somebody and I feel very drained, afterwards I realize uh, exactly what was going on and I'll take a cleansing bath. I do that whenever I feel like I'm not 100% in my own power. Um, because I've been around people who have just taken a bit of it away mm. So it, it's that combination, but I think you're absolutely right You know, if you're, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready And I find yes. that most days yes. just putting up protection for myself is enough to carry me through this You know, navigate this sort of uh, landmines mm-hmm. of other people's issues and negativity and energy
1: you said something really powerful there, in your own power was a phrase you used. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. so crucial here because much of protection work is about reclaiming your power.
3: Yes, Shifting
1: exactly. energies uh, and evil on all this type of stuff is about putting you in a vulnerable, weak position, which is not your natural state, right? But we mm-hmm. talked about in, mm-hmm. in, in Hoodoo the, the kind of cosmology is that a person is naturally blessed. So They're born to have money. They're born to have love. They're born to be
3: mm-hmm.
1: dignified. Like that, is the, that is a very optimistic cosmology. So that anything that is wrong in your life, if you feel poor, that's why it's viewed as a cross condition because the normal condition is that you're meant to be wealthy, right? So similar is that when it comes to protection, the normal state of a person is to be in power,
3: to have mm-hmm. power
1: over their lives, to have strength over their lives. And then when they don't have it, Something thing has gone wrong. That is where the shift comes from, where people mm-hmm. can do it intentionally, as we've noted. People can go. Are, there are people out there that have the power to just walk into a room and control that room. And there are people that light candles, and there are people that say words of cursing, and there are people that lay down roots, all those type of ways to shift. And there are other people that do it entirely unintentionally. We all know that person who doesn't mean to. But you, us hanging out with them, you walk away going, why am I so exhausted?
3: Yes. Why am I so tired?
1: <laughs> what happened? We were just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I need to take a nap now? Or and mm-hmm. that's death, they don't even mean to do that. Those type of people exist. So what I tell clients, and I've said this on the show before, is when I teach about this, and I did a, a workshop on protection uh, a few weeks, a few years back at Lucky Mojo um, Hoodoo Festival, and mentioned that there's actually kind of in my teachings, uh, my approach, four ways of categorizing protection. And this is how I approach it. But the first is talismanic. This is anything that you place on your body or carry with you that will act as a protection. This can be an early warning system, like a silver dime that can say, hey, oh, something's wrong. Something's happening. Uh, it can be a necklace. It could be a bracelet, something that breaks off. Or it could just be protective. Mojos often play this role here. It's talismanic. You might wear a uh, St. Michael medallion of some sort. The other is barrier protections. This is you putting up a wall, going, everything on this side, that's me. Everything on the other side, that's you all. You all stay there. That's, this is laying down powders, sprinkling uh, poppy seeds, black, salt, uh, black pepper. All of those are kind of barrier workings. Marking your territory, very common. Do you nail down your property? Uh, you do use of urine? These are all very powerful ways of saying this is, bar- this is a wall, this is a barrier. Don't come any further. Most famously, the fiery wall of protection is an example of this type uh, of of working. Then there are guardian forms of protection. This is more sentient. This is an ancestor, an angel, a guardian spirit. It can be something that you create. We did this at a workshop. We created a guardian ourselves by bringing together roots and herbs and putting them all together and anointing and blessing and waking it up this is much more sentient much more conscious and much more intelligent it can note for example the difference between good and evil but good intentions bad intentions etc and then the fourth type is redirect right this is much more like jujitsu if you will a kind of hoodoo judo and this is about you know you know remove to it's Yeah, energy comes at you, you reverse it, or you disperse it. Uh, Quite famously, um, you could do it through proxy work, creating a separate doll that takes hits for you. Uh, You can do it with mirror work. You know, it's about redirection. It's all about redirecting this energy. Now, the trick is that most, and you can create levels of this, but you can also just recognize that some of this stuff, Uh, blends into others. These aren't kind of discrete categories on their own. The most perfect example is the mojo bag itself. The mojo bag is simultaneously a talisman and a guardian. It is a actual Mm -hmm. spirit that is in the house in that mojo bag. So this is something that I always tell students is to think in terms of layers. Just as you were to go out in the weather, if you have a cold winter day you're not going out there in your shorts. I mean, maybe some of you all are because you're crazy like that. But the ordinary person puts on layers, right? Because you think in terms of, all right, like I need to have my scarf, and I need to have my jacket, and then I got to put my overcoat over. And that's what you should be thinking of in regards to Shift protecting from these shifts in energies. Layers of protection that help you, as as Miss Athena quite beautifully put it, be in your own power, reclaim your own power, so that it doesn't uh, impact you. Lady Muse, I've, I've kind of introduced this broad uh, umbrella. Let's talk a little bit about strategies. So that's my, my intro to strategies. What are some strategies you would recommend? You mentioned, for example, already affirmative prayers. Those are really powerful. What's some other ways of dealing with this uh, or different types of shifting energies? Do you have a particular approach to that? Tell us a little bit about how you do this type of work.
4: Okay, well, I do like what you said about creating layers, okay? So uh, rituals can be done on a regular basis. A lot of people think that Mm -hmm. you do something one time and then that's it. No, you have to continue to do things to create those protective layers. One way, uh, one thing that you can do is keep your head covered. Keeping your head protected can prevent a lot of negative energy from coming Mm -hmm. to you. You know, now some people say, well, cover your head with white or don't cover your head with black or keep light colors. I have found that both black and white coverings do the same thing. Both black and white. Uh, can repel and attract mm-hmm. it, it really depends on the mm-hmm. situation so you know it, we don't have to overthink certain things it's just a matter of mm-hmm. utilizing what we have to get what we need to get what we want like i like what you said about the talisman about how uh the dimes you know if they are even silver mm-hmm. jewelry that's another thing you know a, a it's, it can t- it's like bells and whistles Uh, going off when uh, someone is directing negative energy to you. And that stuff will either maybe Mm -hmm. turn color, then it may fall off or something like that. That's your guardian Mm -hmm. warning Mm -hmm. you of what to do. Another way is to anoint your head with oil. I was looking at Papa time in the chat room. Yes, anointing Mm -hmm. your head with oil. There's fiery Mm water protection oils that you can use. You could call upon your guardian angels, uh, there's a book about angels. just the Angel Encyclopedia by Richard Webster. And you can look up who your guardian angel is by your birthday, if you choose to do so, and you want to really make sure you have a relationship developed with your guardian angel. Um, later on in the show, we're going to talk about working with the guardian angel. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but there are so many mm-hmm. different ways and techniques that you can things that you can do to create layers. So it's a way mm-hmm. of life, people. Mm-hmm. It's not just the one thing. It's a way of life. Stay ready. Ooh, that's such a really good,
1: such a so mm-hmm. so true. we're talking about uh, a a way of life, and I think people often forget that, particularly when it comes to something like like hoodoos. We're not talking about a collection of cells. We're talking about a living cultural tradition. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of life. Mm -hmm. It's something that you do every day. I'll tell you an example of this. Uh, I had a a client in, in Virginia who's uh, talked about how her mother before she got ready for school when she was a kid every day before her kids went out they would stop at the front door where there was a small table with little statues of angels the guardian angels but also the images of all the kind of uh, ancestors and no one ever called it an ancestor altar because people don't use altar very often but it was just the place where they had the family bible etc and before her kids went to school this, this as this woman is relating she would talk about what her mom did for her they would pray. Her mom would then touch, uh, take holy oil, and bless everyone's head with it, and then the kids would yes. go out. So it was a, it mm-hmm. was a daily thing that they did to both give success for the kids when they went to school, and to protect them from any harm. And in in hoodoo in particular, harm can come to you through your head, your hands, and your feet. Mm -hmm. So generally, most anointing happens that people anoint the hands, people anoint the feet, people anoint the head. So you're absolutely right in regards to that. We're talking about uh, routine. We're talking about a way of life. Miss Athena, what about some strategies for you? What is one? What is? How do you approach uh, this type of work?
2: It's interesting you talk about family and growing up in sort of traditional customs because we had one in my family as well. Being Greek, having mm-hmm. that Mediterranean background, we were always very conscious of the evil eye and anybody unintentionally throwing negativity your way. And our ritual every day was to ensure we either had an evil eye amulet on us, you know, that little blue eye, Mm -hmm. or something shiny Mm -hmm. and deflective, either a piece of jewelry Uh, or something that just would deflect uh, light and energy back to a sender. So my mother would always check us and make sure that there was something on us that would keep us safe that way. And I I carry that tradition today. I have my evil eye amulet every day I have Mm. that on me. Um, I have jewelry that I anoint in protection oil or anything like that that I wear as an amulet, and I rotate them every day. But there's always a piece of jewelry or something shiny on me to uh, not Mm. only signal Bad energy but deflect it and keep it From me so it's very important And yeah. I think that's an important strategy and, and I echo what Lady Muse said The importance of layering and ensuring that You're protected mm-hmm. throughout I love the way that you parse that out Into four different approaches that are not mutually exclusive, but certainly complement each other. Any one effort can be um, a guardian as well as a talisman, for example.
0: But Mm -hmm. having Mm -hmm.
2: more than one protective layer on you is important because you never know where those arrows are going to come from and how they might hit you. So, yeah, it really makes sense to stay protected, stay guarded, and that will keep you from having to do anything retroactively to fix Mm -hmm. it.
1: Very well said, very well said. Just couldn't agree more. And it's so interesting that we talk about how some of this stuff is really passed down from families, right? Or or, or parents or adults or someone. There really is a whole body of family traditions in -hmm. regards to that. I also find that. Um, there's kind of general protection that you do as a sort of matter of routine, as, as both of you have rightly pointed out, you know, things that you do when you get up and go to work or, or whatnot. I'm a big believer in like anointing oils, right, on the body as well as talismans and whatnot. So I, that's one thing. But then there's also a, an element of diagnosis. And when you do come across those examples of shifting energy, that certain types of protection work Better than others they, they, You can address it in various ways For example, affirmative prayers Are very good with psychic vampires Right, people mm-hmm. who drain on you People who come, that ability to Reaffirm, right, or or speak your words of power. Really can can help you to reclaim your power. Um, but when you're t- talking about, for example, uh, spirits, right? That that might be dr- drawn to you. Affirmative prayers are really strong. Uh, words of power, are really strong. But equally, you'll find scattering and deflecting them or creating barriers works really well with mm-hmm. kind of a spirit. The spirit of the dead is trying to enter your house, but it comes up against a fiery wall and it ain't going nowhere, right? So there's, there's right. Mm-hmm. being able to be dynamic with this. is like have your routine, but then also know that if you come across things in your daily life, to adjust, right, to know that, okay, well, this is an evil eye situation. This is how we're going to deal with that. Or this is a psychic vampire right. situation. This is how we're going to deal with that. And in light of that, I'm going to uh, open up for a question. We have a couple of really Briefly, uh, Doc Murphy in the chat asks: Is it possible to be wrestling with a lifelong energy shit when success or luck or blessings always seem to slip away? So I'm going to open this up uh, for either of you to to opine on. Hmm.
4: Well, I would look at this as. Um not so much of a lifelong energy shift when you when you're speaking of something that has to do with lifelong then you're looking at uh generational curses. You know, mm-hmm. you are along mm-hmm. along that line, you know. Um but um it's definitely a shift in energy, but the question is when did it start? Okay? So that's where, you know, it's kind of borderline generational curse. Um can the energy mm-hmm. be redirected, reshifted. Uh, yes, it is it, always a light mm-hmm. at the end of the tunnel. You know, you just have to come up with the correct formulation, consult your spirit guides, or if you mm-hmm. have a, a reader or root worker that you're working with, you know, get with them and let them read on the situation. you always divine first. Always say divine, divine, and divine again. Divine to mm-hmm. find out what's really going on to see if it's just an energy shift or is this something that was generational. That uh, created a lifelong situation And then you can kind of go from there Ms. Athena,
2: what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree yeah, cause Sometimes what you think is just bad luck Might actually be something that's been intrinsic in your family for some time Or even on you for a number of mm-hmm. years that was put there uh, And vice versa Some things that you may think is just a genera- is a generational issue Might just be your own bad luck some people, as we hear, mm-hmm. are just born under a bad sign, born under an unlucky star. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. possible, but you do have to divine. You have to get to the source of it to understand the nature of it because only then can you figure out how to address it. So right. I don't think uh, assuming or presuming anything is in anybody's best interest. It yeah. always mm-hmm. makes sense to really get a read on it. That's right.
1: This is, this is a, mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. I echo both, what both say that I, I, energy shifts are generally much more. Real time, uh, something yeah. is going on like immediately. Uh, if you're dealing with yeah, something like the lifelong, that. there's that the diagnosis is generally uh, rightly put as generally astrological or some type of family Mm -hmm. thing or generational Mm -hmm. thing or something more enduring. Now, it can have an impact on energy. That can be one of the consequences, but the source is generally something a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. or messier than than just an energy shift. There's something else going on there. We have come to the end of our time. Um, uh, I, I wish we could keep going. This is such a really fantastic conversation, a testament to what a great topic this really is that uh-huh. we we're, we're really kind of uh, come to the end, but we're still like, we've got more to say, we've got more to say. <laughs> so thank you for that, <laughs> Lady News <laughs> for this great topic. Yes. And thank you also, Miss Athena, for, for your contributions here. But remember, thank as uh, uh, Lady Muse says, we will be back at the end with a free spell, so make sure to tune in. We're going to take a brief break and then move on to our uh, callers for our first reading and consultation.
0: The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Work Hour with your host, Condra Man Ali, special co-host Miss Athena, and this week's special guest, Lady Muse, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home condor remedies or remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing eight one eight three nine four eight five three five. 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, pop a to read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller, and our first caller is calling in from area code 828 in Asheville, North Carolina. This is uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole, uh, sorry, Nicolina. Nicolina, are you there?
4: I'm here. Hello.
0: Hi, welcome back to the show. I see you were on the show with us uh of December of twenty seventeen and you're calling us on a different topic, is that correct?
4: Correct, yes.
0: Oh, thank you. And it looks like you have not gone to any other readers or rubricers on this situation. And she writes, I have been experiencing severe confidence issues for for the past year, as well as a feeling of my willpower being throughout it. It is affecting my work, finances, social life, creativity, my overall well-being, and my direction in life. I feel like I may have been cursed or crossed. Turn back to you, Crunch Penaldi.
1: Thank you for that. Uh, let me uh, get a couple questions, and then we're going to turn this over uh, and have uh, Miss Athena do your first reading, Stepping in from Ms. Cat. Uh, followed by Lady Muse, and then I'll I'll give you some root work recommendations. So a couple questions first, Nicolina. Um, You said you've been dealing with this for roughly a year. Um, And uh, so it's been going on for a while, and it's impacting uh, everything in your life. First uh, question is, uh, what sign of the zodiac are you?
3: I'm a Scorpio.
1: You're a Scorpio. Okay. Well, that's not a normative experience for a Scorpio. Scorpios are... (laughs) really dynamic and and wonderfully kind of magnetic in their own way. So this shouldn't be uh, impacting your social life, your money, et cetera. And it most definitely shouldn't be uh, impacting your willpower. Uh, It's one of the signs that has a very strong will. That said, um, Scorpios are one of the signs that are generally considered uh, to be born under a uh, a bad sign uh, in traditional kind of medieval astrology. It's one of the malefics um, because of Mars uh, or in modern astrology, Pluto. So uh, they do, their lives can be disrupted. Their social socialized, generally not. Generally, Scorpios have a way of attracting people. Where we find that um, uh, the, the, this happens in Scorpios' lives is that there is a period of time that almost all Scorpios go through. They have their own kind of what I call lost generation moment. And it happens at different times in people's lives, and it's just where everything kind of collapses, and then they, uh, uh, they deal with this moment of trying to find themselves. So that might be something you're going through. It is not uncommon for Scorpios. Aquarius to also go through something similar as well, this period of time where kind of, they, they become a lost generation, if you will, just for a short period, and then it kind of moves on once they figure it out. But the normative experience of the Scorpio should not be that. Um, next question is, roughly how old are you? I'm 30 You're 30 okay mm-hmm. so you'll be you're moving on of kind of a Saturn return here so this should be a bit of a shift if you this started a year ago it could be part of a Saturn return so those are both kind of things to bear in mind here the Saturn return as well as the uh, kind of experience of Scorpios. with that I'm going to turn this over uh, to Miss Athena who's going to do your first reading
2: okay great thank you hi Nicolina. um Thank you for trusting us with your situation. Uh, I read the Lenormand, which is perhaps a bit different than the types of readings you may have gotten in the past. And this is a French system that allows me to look at the environment of your situation. And I've pulled five cards here to try and get a sense of what is happening with you, where it's come from, and where it's going. And what I have here for the past is the card of the mice next to the card of the key. And the key is about unlocking doors and and moving you forward in your journey. The mice represents theft, little bites, little things taken away, and so certainly there is some energetic influence on your life that is sort of detracting bit by bit your opportunities and keeping you from really experiencing your path forward. So it's not a a coincidence or anything in your mind that you're going through these kinds of experiences. There's definitely something energetically around you, whether it's the residual effect of your Saturn return, whether it is energy that's been sent to you from another person it's there so it's certainly affecting you what i have next is a part of a woman and this may uh in my mind this is not about you this is about somebody in your environment and this is suggesting to me that there may be somebody in your um orbit who has either wished something ill on you or has expressed some form of jealousy, whether this is intentional or not, there is, in keeping with the theme of the show today, some negative energy that is coming to you from another person. And it may be picking up steam and accumulating and adding on to your Saturn return energy, and all together it's combining to give you this current state of stagnation and feeling like your willpower is drained and you're simply not moving forward at the speed or in the direction that you wish for. Um, So look for somebody in your environment who may have thrown for you. It's entirely possible. And as I said, it could be very unintentional energy. And what I see in your future, here we have the card of the crossroads, which is about decisions and choices. And next to that is the card of the child, and that's about new beginnings. So this does show me that you will come out of this cycle of uncertainty and this cycle of stagnation. And you will then, through the power of your own decisions, be able to move forward in a direction that better suits you towards new opportunities and towards the types of things that you want to do. So I see this as a transient state for you. There may be an opportunity to do some sort of cleansing or uncrossing because this energy is coming from another individual, um, but you do have those means to come out of this cycle and move forward in a way that propels you towards your goals and new beginnings um, to the rest of your life. So that's what I see for you.
1: Thank you uh, for that, uh, Ms. Athena. we're going to turn this over to Lady Mutes.
2: Yes, welcome,
4: Nicolina. How are you? I'm so good.
2: Thank you. And I,
4: I am so glad that, uh, to have you here today and to let Miss Athena know that I got the same spread, okay? I'm using a different deck, <laughs> Nicolina. And um, so there's definitely uh, some positive things coming in your future. I'm just going to skip to the end, okay? But let me go back to the beginning, all right? With the Quest Tarot, the first card I got is the Nine of Stones. Followed by the devil card, so I see where the enemy has come in to steal your your uh, success. All right, I got the father of stone, and I see you on a journey here. But there's so many different things in the path in your path. There are big animals in the path there to grasp your blessing and to hinder okay i did get the four of cups so the individual that miss athena saw is emotionally attached to you or was emotionally attached to you four of cups have three burnt cups one golden cup okay and some for some reason perhaps the uh, relationship did not go according to plan, so they are trying to control what happens with you, all right? Now, the next card I got is the hierophant card. Now, in my deck, you know, the hierophant card can represent a type of marriage. It can also represent a layer, uh, a, a a type of root work. You know, there's different levels of root work. You can have burning candles, and you could have an experienced root worker that is really, really laying tricks to disrupt your life. And this is what I see. So either this individual is an experienced worker or hired an experienced mm-hmm. worker. So that mm-hmm. goes back to the cleansing and uncrossing that miss Athena was telling you. Yes, it is a female. Now, I got the mother of wands, the daggers are pointing in the yes position. Now, what spirit is telling me is not only is this the female I'm looking at, but this is also you. You have the power to create your situation, to recreate your situation, to get this taken off you, meaning even if you have to find someone to help, that's still your power. That's still you taking the steps toward change, okay? It's the mother of wands, the creator card. So there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel, sweetheart. You need to find or think in your mind, Who is the female? Because it is definitely a female that either was around you or still is around you with some type of emotional uh, connection, some type of jealousy, some type of wanting to be you. You know, people Mm -hmm. sometimes just feel like, you have more than them. Your life is better than them. You, you don't have to do anything to people. Sometimes you get those type of people around you. So you really want to think in your mind's eye and find out who is this person, get rid of that friend, or stay away from that individual, get you some cleansing and the crossing done, and uh, start building your uh, attraction for success. man.
1: Thank you. You've gotten some fantastic readings here, and I think they do pinpoint that something is going on here that uh, as, as the tone of the sort of uh, episode is, sh- there's a shift of energy. Now, you have a couple things going on. First, there seems to be an enemy going on. There seems to be, or at least someone who is working against you, uh, some, some some serious negativity or drain on your life. But then you're also coming out of your Saturn return, indicating that this happened at a time where you were astrologically the weakest. It started a year ago. Or so, where you, you were really kind of in the saddle of return. So be aware of that, that you, you're now kind of moving in the right direction. So be patient. The root work that I'm going to give you is going to help to address this kind of cut away, clear away uh, this mess, uh, and then kind of ensure that you are in the right state going forward. We're going to start with a bath, which I think is ideal in a situation like yours to kind of shift the energy, shift what may be on your body, uh, in particular because you are a water sign to kind of play to that. I want you to get rue, and I want you to get agrimony. I also want you to get some lemon peels. So this is not the lemon itself, but the actual peel of the lemon, and you're going to brew all of this into a tea. Lemon peels in particular, and lemon in general, aren't just used for breakup work or cursing work or whatnot. They're actually fantastic for any type of work that involves clearing away emotional messes, any type of emotional connection that might be still there that can be used as a sort of parasitic leech upon you can be driven away with lemon peels. So I want you to do, brew all of this a tea. Rue, lemon peels, and agrimony. You're going to let it cool a little bit just so that you can uh, touch it. You're going to stand in your bathtub and you are going to bathe. You're going to pour this over your head, wash yourself from head to toe, rubbing your body down, and stating very clearly with firm purpose, Oh Lord, I call out to you, cleanse away all messes, cleanse away all uh, connections, cleanse away anything that may be driving, driving my energy away. So you're going to state with confidence and strength. You're going to wash and purify yourself. And then you're going to, what you're going to do is you're going to step out and gather a bit of that used bath water. I want you to gather it in a small, shallow bowl. So just gather a bit of it, place it onto an altar, and let yourself air dry. Now, you're going to do some work with that bath. I want you to set up some type of table that you can now work on it could be an altar it can be a something in your bedroom whatever you want but some type of surface you'll dedicate for this type of work you're going to set it up so that there is uh, your space is divided up into two on the left hand side I want you to place the bowl of used bath water you're going to place it and then next to it right to its, to its right I want you to set a candle holder That candle holder will have a black candle that you're going to dress with reversal oil. You're going to set it there. Then I want you to lay down a line of salt. And now start to move to the right hand. On the right hand side, I want you to also have a bowl. But I want you to find some type of object that is going to be your personal talisman, something that you can carry, wear, Uh, put on your body in some way, shape, or form. It should be a necklace. It should be a bracelet, something that you can wear. You're going to place that down. You're going to place the bowl on top of that object, and then get yourself a white candle. Dress that with uh, Van Van oil place it on top of, you can melt the little bottom, and stick it to that overturned bowl so that when you look at your altar, the setup should be from left to right, you have a bowl with your used bath water, a black candle with reversal oil, a line of salt dividing the two, and then on the right-hand side, an overturned bowl on top of a talisman of yours and a candle on top of that. That's what your setup should look like. Now, You are going to start by lighting the white candle from right to left. You're going to pray, O Lord, as I light this candle, may I be blessed with your protection. May I be blessed with strength. May I be blessed that I have all the power and will that I need in my life and that it is safeguarded from those who wish me harm and ill. You're going to light that candle. You are going to pray Psalm 91. You're going to use a separate match. Don't use the same match. Separate match. And then you're going to light the black candle. This black candle represents all who wish me ill. Those who strike at me from the shadows and in the dark. Those who come at me in the open and in the light. All those who try to take power away from me. All those who try to take away my strength, my life, and my success. And you're going to let these candles burn for a little bit. As you do so, pray from your heart. You can pray to God. You speak from your heart. You can recite Psalms. Psalm 35, 37, 91 are all fantastic for this type of work. You're going to recite it. Now, as the black candle gets halfway down, you're going to lift up that um, uh, candle holder. You're going to say, this candle, very firmly, This candle represents my enemy and their power over my life. I snuff it out and you're going to turn it upside down and dump it into the used bath water. The flame is extinguished by the used bath water. All the negativity now, you're going to leave that candle in there. All that negativity will be in that bowl. Let the white candle burn down. Then, in the morning, Before the sun rises, I want you to go and take that used uh, bath water with the broken candle or the candle that's been snuffed out. You're going to take it to a river or some type of running water, turn around, throw it over your left shoulder. Water, candle and all, and you're going to walk away without looking back. When you return home, take out the talisman that you uh, had under that overturned bowl and anoint it with van van oil that will be your personal protection That you will keep with you. the used salt or the salt that you created as a barrier between the black candle and the white candle You're going to Scrape it all off into your hand go out to your front door and sprinkle it into your front yard It will be your protective barrier to ensure that your home and hearts remain safe safe from all types of harm uh, or any type of curses. This is a really great way of taking away the power of anyone that might be working against you, snuffing it out, reversing it, cleansing yourself, driving it away and then creating two layers of protection. The salt that will remain in your front yard giving you a permanent kind of physical protection in your home and then your personal talisman that you've anointed with uh, uh, van van oil, and that has been pla- placed under this candle. That is absorbed. That protection that you will carry with you wherever you go as your personal talisman. So both of the this, this type separate working is pretty straightforward. It's not overly complicated. It just takes a little bit of practice to kind of work it through. But it's what I recommend in your situation, and I think that this is what will really kind of turn things around for you. Uh, we have a couple seconds. Let me see if uh, Miss Athena. Uh, or Lady Muse, if anything further to add.
2: That was a spectacular spell. Absolutely wonderful. And and I think that that's going to be very, very helpful for a number of people in this situation. The only thing that I might add to that is doing some sort of spiritual cleansing for your home and make sure that your Mm, home is as rid of negativity as you are. So you could use Chinese wash or you can burn some incense. Uh, Camphor and dragon's blood might help help you here. Just purge your home of any negative energy. Clear it out so that as you walk back into your home from all of this wonderful work that Kajiman Ali suggested, you're coming into a very clean, energetic space that is good for you.
1: That's fantastic. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lady Muse, you have anything further to add?
2: Well, I mean, you guys are hitting
4: the nail on the head. Um, The only thing (laughs) that uh, I could add Mm -hmm. is probably, you know, she talked about, you talked about, uh, Nicolina, the confidence issues, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you want to work towards that really quick, you want to get some yarrow Mm -hmm. powder. Put it on, write Mm -hmm. your fears on a piece of paper, sprinkle it with yarrow, fold it away, turn. counterclockwise. Vote it again, counterclockwise. Burn it down to ash, spread to the four winds, going north, west, south, and east. Counterclockwise. Do this on a Tuesday to get rid of your fear and build your confidence.
1: Oh, that's that's really good. Thank you for that, Lady News. Thank you for entrusting us with your situation, Nicolina. We do wish you all the best, uh, and we know that uh, with this working, you'll kind of recover, and all the best in that regard. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to move on to our next
3: caller.
0: Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is calling in from area code 305 in Georgia. This is Josh. Josh, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, welcome to the show. I see this is your first time calling in. and Welcome, and thank you for entrusting us with your situation today. Thank you. You're very welcome. And uh, I see that you have not gone to any other readers and reworkers in this particular situation, or had any private readings with Miss Catter or Contra Lee. Is that correct? That's correct. And thank you. And Josh Wright, my entire life, things have, have just seemed to work out for my uh, for me in my favor. Some people have said I am lucky. About two years ago, I left a bad employment situation and moved, and my luck has seemed to change in finances and in general. I was hoping to get some insight on why this may have happened and what I can do to try and turn things around. Turn back to you, Contrapreneur League.
1: Thanks for that, Papa Newt. Let me ask you a couple questions, Josh. I'll be doing your first reading, followed by Lady Muse, and then we're going to have Miss Athena give you some root work recommendations. So first, uh, what sign of the zodiac are you? Uh, I'm a Gemini. You're a Gemini, okay. And uh, how old are you roughly? Late thirties. Late thirties, okay. So you're definitely way out of your Saturn return. You had a big life change recently, about two years ago. You uh, left a job and then suddenly, kind of luck has, has, has kind of moved away from you. So what we are asking here is about what's happened? Uh, is your luck going to come back uh, along those lines? Right? Exactly. Great. Right. Well, we have a couple cards here, um, and they they definitely indicate that there is a there's a problem. Uh, The first card is the Seven of Swords, and the Seven of Swords, whenever it shows up, uh, indicates that the full situation has not been fully revealed. There's more going on here than may be realized. Uh, It's an individual that shows, uh, it's a card that shows an individual carrying away five swords, looking back over their shoulder, two are left behind as they sneak away. It's generally the card of the thief, the liar, the deceiver, etc. And it is an indication that there's someone in your life or there's something going on in your life that is full of of deception. There's more here underlying just what you've asked than, hey, my, my luck is not going well. There's actually more uh, going on here, there's a depth that should be addressed, and that's confirmed by the next card, the Seven of Cups. Whenever you have cards that kind of double up like the Seven of uh, Swords and then Seven of Cups, that tells you that there's something going on rhythmically, cyclically, uh, that there is some type of uh, poignant connection here. The Seven of Cups also speaks to that kind of deeper uh, issue the seven of cups shows as a person who is looking upon a cloud, and this cloud is filled with these golden goblets that are at first glance quite beautiful. but when you look closer there's more to them. You see for example, the wreath of victory, but uh, the cup that holds it is full of poison. You see a serpent and a monster. Um, and in the center there is a sort of Christ-like or holy guardian angel-like figure that is veiled, indicating that the truth of the situation is hidden. So there is, an, there is something going on here. There's an indication that there is a, a person in your life that is the cause of this. There's stemming from someone. And what is this person has done is has kind of um, presented what what seems ostensibly good, but deep down has carried some sort of spiritual law for you. The shift in your work uh, leaving the employment has also brought about an energetic shift in your life, that there has been a unbalancing that has happened, that been, you've carried with you um, going forward. Um, the final card that we have here is the Four of Cups. The Four of Cups indicates that there's uh, going to be some work that needs to be done, both spiritually but also emotionally in some regards. It's a person who is refusing a golden goblet that is being handed to them by a divine hand, reaching out of a cloud, and that's actually uh, a symbol that goes right back to the Ace of Cups itself, uh, while looking at these kind of three goblets that are before them. So what's going to be needed here is a kind of multiple-pronged approach, first there needs to be some type of cleansing and removal work done for this negativity this 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 source that has shifted the energy in your life and it is associated with your past it is linked to this work it is linked to somebody uh who has who has made some type of offer but there's also a physical uh, something has in your house. There's some physical object that needs to be either located or removed, mm. or you need to do some. It's some very strong jinx killing in the house. If you can't locate it, so that you can kill any crosses or curses or whatnot that may be sneakily hid within your property. So there needs to be some sort of a physical component to this as well. Because even though uh, there's been this 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 shift from a previous job or whatnot, um, you're just this, this and even you've moved, uh, things are not moving forward because you've carried something with you. Something has been carried with you. And that's just, uh, This is the theme that I'm seeing here. Uh, so there needs to be some type of personal cleansing that's done here uh, that'll help to remove this mess that's been placed on you to, un- to undo the source that has power over your life, but then also undo what's in your life as well physically. So some type of jinx killer. And then there needs to be some clarity work done. So because part of this that has... Uh, really kind of affected you is that it affected your ability to see properly what is before you and so what's needed is uncrossing work some type of jinx killer within the house and then followed up with some type of clarity to help clarify what is the best path forward for you to be able to see what is right before you to help you regain your power this is what i see here um, I do think that the situation is manageable. It is a difficult one, but it is manageable. And with the right advice and consultation, which you'll get from Ms. Athena, uh, you can be right back on track. I'm going to turn this over to Lady Muse who's going to do your next reading.
4: Well, hello, Josh. Thank you for calling and trusting us with your situation. Um I agree with uh, what Conjure Man Ali is saying. Now, I see a female or a female uh, energy around you. This could be someone that you grew up with. Now, you said you, start, uh, you left the job when? When was the job? You
1: uh, it was is just it? about two years ago.
4: Two years ago. Okay, now think back two years. Did, were you getting out of a relationship or anything like that? What happened around that time?
0: Yes, I was, and and there are still
3: – there's still some things yeah, that are don't tell, occurring don't tell me from every, that. Don't,
4: don't tell, don't tell yeah. me everything now. Let me tell you what I see, okay, because <laughs> yeah. this is stemming from this individual here, okay, her, okay? So the okay. first card I got is the Nine of Cups. All right, and we know that there is, is is an emotional attachment to the situation. Followed by the father of cups. The dagger is pointing in the yes position. It shows the individual holding the book in one hand, the other hand over the chalice, trying to perform something, okay? I got the mother of cups. This is where I got the female from. Followed by the mm. star card. This individual, I don't know if they're trying to get you back or something, but they're sitting back, creating havoc, and trying to watch what happens in the background with the universe card. Now, usually when the Spirit shows me the universe card, it's the wisest owl's eye in the background watching, but that's not what I'm getting. What Spirit is showing me is the individual just sitting back watching, working, okay? The next card I got is the nine of swords. It shows nine swords piercing into the upper torso of a body, okay? So she really don't, you know, she is mad at you, okay? So then we have the father of wands. All right, but, you know, with that Father Juan, I see you trying to accomplish things, but it seems like every time you try to take a step forward, things don't seem to go according to plan. So, yes, this is definitely manageable with the right consultation. Like Conjure Man Ali said, I definitely agree with his spread. I'm getting the same thing. Um, you know, you stay encouraged. And, uh, you know, this girl, she got to go. She got to go. She got to go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Excellent. That makes
3: total sense.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, excellent, excellent reading by, by Lady Moose. This is a this is also where you'd uh any type of jinx killer if you can deal with any objects that might have been handled by this person or have been given mm-hmm. by this person, you can locate mm-hmm. this is the uh, physical object that you've carried with you. So I'm gonna turn this over okay. to uh the wonderful Miss Athena who's gonna give you some good work advice on how to deal with all this.
2: Yeah, my, my first thought was exactly that, is, is she may have given you something, she may have touched something. If there's anything in your home that she may have had some sort of relationship with, that's something you need to identify and remove from your home immediately. Um, if she gave you a gift or anything like that, even if you love it, it's, it's, it's jinxed and seems to be at the source of a lot of this that is heading your way, Um, you do need to do some uncrossing, some cleansing. And I really hope that you listen back on the show. Uh, The wonderful advice that Conjure Man Ali gave to the previous caller I think would be a really helpful thing for you to do too. Um, From my own perspective, you do need to do a cleansing bath for yourself. What you're going to want to do is mix up a tea made of um, rue, some salt, mint, basil, bay leaves, agrimony, um, and as Ali mentioned in the last one, lemon peel, to use that to remove those emotional ties from somebody who may be working against you. And in this case, it sounds like it's this young lady who has herself or through someone else sent negative energy your way. You still have an emotional tie with her because she is somebody from your past who is still working on you. So. Brew this all together, make a hot tea, let it cool a little bit, and then add it to your bath water. Take a good, long, cleansing bath, washing yourself with this water downwards, and I would suggest that you can Recite Psalm 91 Which is that very powerful psalm That works against somebody who is Throwing you swings and arrows And working against you You can also recite Psalm 23 Which is a very Good healing Lord help Me um, I, the Lord is my Shepherd I shall not want You're bringing the Lord to your side And helping you overcome some of these Obstacles that are in your path um, Save a cup of that water let yourself air dry come out of the bath facing backwards walk out of that bathtub let yourself air dry take a cup of that water to the crossroads and cast that towards the west because you're getting rid of this So this is if you're not going to follow the advice of um, Conjurement Ali to the previous caller, this is a good, simple bath that allows you to at least get yourself cleansed of this person's energy. Do find that object in your home. If you cannot find that object, or even after you do, I suggest you smoke your home with Jinx Killer incense. You can um, burn that on a disc of charcoal. You can burn that on some pine needles. Go room to room from the top of the house to the bottom, from the back to the front. Smoke through every corner of every room. Open drawers, open cupboards, open your windows. Let that smoke dissipate, but make sure you're in every nook and cranny of your home with jinx killer incense. Very important that you remove the jinx that is in your home and get yourself cleared of that energy to then further protect yourself put some camphor squares in a little glass of water you can get these little camphor squares drop them in a little glass of water i like to add a little blue cohosh to that put that in the corners of your the four corners of your home and if you can in the four corners of each room And that will add some protection to you to keep any of this negative energy from trying to come back and attack you because it's very important that this person um, not be allowed to continue doing harm to you. Um, Moving forward, it sounds like there's an awful lot of, of, of things that you need to have help you with regards for clarity with regards towards money, with regards towards getting your job luck back. There are a whole host of things that you can do, but something that can help you on all fronts is to make a mojo for yourself. And I'd like you to get a white mojo bag, um, and this is something that you're going to use for general good luck in getting your situation back on track. I'd like you to add a, um, uh, a um, John the Conqueror route. To that, That is for your personal power. That's going to help stabilize you and give you strength moving forward so that you can stand on your own two feet and not be knocked over by the ill will of another person. It's very important that you have that strength on your side, okay? And to this, you can add um, some Eye Bright, which will allow you to see things clearly is an herb that just lets you see things clearly and gives you a better perspective that your eyes are unclouded by the influence of anyone else who may be working against you. That's very important for you to to have that clarity of sight, of vision, so you can see your path clearly. Add a little bit of devil's shoestring, too, and this is going to help trip up the snares of any enemy that may be working against you, and this is going to keep you protected from um, the influence of other people who uh, don't have your best interest at heart. Um, They're. Are- a bunch of other things you can add to that piece of dragon's blood, which is going to be very protective for you. Some pine needles, and it's going to help draw some steady money your way. And also, what you can add to this packet is a silver dime, and that could potentially take a hit for you if anybody is throwing for you. But it's also going to help preserve your luck. Put that all together in a mojo bag. You can dress that with uh, van van oil or with protection oil, and keep that with you at least for seven days very close to your skin you can pin it to your underwear but thereafter carry it with you every day and that's going to help keep you protected and keep you clear in in your own um, view of the world and your own view of your path forward and hopefully that will unlock some doors for you okay well, that's you some for you. Fantastic,
1: fan- yeah fantastic suggestion here um by by miss athena i mean you really right on the money and i do think um, starting with that kind of cleansing, removal, declutter, spiritual decluttering, removing whatever mm-hmm. might have been carried over into your life, and then starting to shift into the other direction, clarity of work and whatnot. That's that's the key right there. So I think you've gotten some some excellent advice. Uh, we do have a couple minutes left. I want to uh, make sure that um, Lady Muse has an opportunity to get in here and give any advice that she has uh, for you as well.
4: Absolutely. Real quick. I- This is all wonderful uh, advice that you've gotten thus far, Josh. You can't, it doesn't seem like you could go wrong with this. But I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that eight days, I hear the number eight, okay, eight days of cleansing, okay? So take your cleansing bath for eight days. You also want to cover your head in white when you sleep. So, Take your cleansing bath at night, okay, so that you can cover your head as you sleep because this lady is persistent, all right? Now, once you get out of your cleansing bath, you might want to get some fiery wall of protection incense to smoke your body okay, for eight days. Then the next time, you want to do eight days of success and attraction baths to raise the vibrations of your success. You could use crown of success bath, Uh, Lucky Mojo. You can find these products in Lucky Mojo. Excellent products, okay? But I hear the number Mm -hmm. eight because eight also represents, if you turn sideways, the sign of infinity. So we want your success to be infinite, meaning continuous. We want your protection to be continuous because this woman is persisted. So that's just about all I wanted to add um, mm. to the great advice that uh Conjure Man and Ms. Athena has given you. Um uh, I wish you all the best. Uh Josh, okay? stay
3: encouraged. Thank you. That's
1: uh-huh. thank you.
3: This me away. That's fantastic.
1: You've gotten some really great advice here. One final bit uh before we we move on. Thank you for trusting us with your situation. Uh part of this this transition for you is going to involve a great deal of kind of willpower on your own end. Um, and when we do this type of work, whenever we have some type of uncrossing work, some type of reversal work, some type of removal of negativity work, uh, the success of that is going to rest on two things. One, being able to do the things right, that is being able to take the baths as you meant to take them and do the work as you were meant to do it. But the other is an emotional component, being able to emotionally move on is a very important component of this. Um, and this isn't just, uh, you know, in the cases of relationships, but also in the cases of, of any of this type of work. Part of the, part of the kind of um, component of this, part of a, this type of situation, is it always has some type of residual. And that residual is almost always psychological. There's an element of, of you wanting to think, what if? or maybe I'm not quite clear out of it yet, or an element of hesitation or doubt. And that's something that you're going to need to have the willpower to deal with. Whenever we dispose of, of an item, whether it's waters or used bath waters or whatnot, we always tell clients, throw it over your left shoulder and walk away without looking back. That walking away without looking back is symbolic. It's an act of saying, I'm moving on, and I'm not even going to take a second look. I'm not going to second-guess myself. I'm not going to doubt. So that's, that's something that I think you should try to cultivate here is to develop that um, emotional fortitude of saying, I'm ready to move on with my life. I'm not going to let any kind of self-doubt keep me from it. Uh, we have reached the, the end of this. Thank you for entrusting us with your situation. I do wish you all the best. Call back. Let us know how things turned out. Thank you all so much. We are going to take a quick break uh, for network announcements, and then we're going to have Papa Newt lead us on to our free spell. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condraman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse Fridays 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay Fridays 6 to 7. All-time specific. Add three hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at (laughs)
3: luckymojo.com.
0: And now it's time for a free spell segment with Lady News of HouseOfSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California. Take it away, Lady News.
4: All right, here we go. So get your fingers ready to write or type. This is an energy protection shield. The time of the ritual is Sunday during the hour of the sun. Items needed, four red candles, one white candle, Sigil mix of cascarilla and white pepper. Candle dressing of rue, red pepper, dragon's blood, and angelica root powder. Fiery wall of protection incense. Fiery wall of protection oil. The sixth pinnacle of Mars. Instructions. Here we go. Take a cleansing bath the night before your ritual, which is Saturday, and feed your guardian angel sugar water. You got to get your angel ready for war now. Next, on Sunday, create a square using your sigil mix of cascarilla and white pepper. The square can represent basic structure and balance. Next, place red candles on all four corners of the square. Dress with a pinch of the mixture of blue, red pepper, dragon's blood, and angelica root powder. Next, Place the sixth pinnacle of Mars in the middle of the square with the white candle on top of the pinnacle. Scribe your name and your guardian angel's name on the candle and dress it with fiery wall of protection oil. You can get it at Lucky Mojo. Next, stand inside of the square and light the red candles and then your white candle. Next, start smudging your body with a pinch of lit fiery wall protection incense Get it at Lucky Mojo Then you can use a brazier for your incense Or a black hen feather To maneuver the smoke From bottom to top Okay Chant your words or phrases Of power and authority For at least four minutes Here's a quick prayer that you can use Father God I ask That you cover me with your fiery wall of protection and destroy the enemy's tactics. Let my enemies be destroyed by their own swords. Disintegrate to not any negativity energy that shifts my way never to return. Thank you for your hand of protection and for the protection of my ancestors and guardians. So there you have it, your energy protection shield. uh, You can do this. Every Sunday to create layers so when you're out and about, Mm. that energy starts moving, Mm -hmm. you're already protected. Conjure man, Ali?
1: Oh, uh, I love it, love it. And this is a prime example of what we were talking about in the beginning, this creating of layers. I mean, you're working here with, uh, you know, you've got a sigil, you've got cascarilla that, you know, barriers, you've got a guardian angel that you're working on. This is how you do this type of work. You've got got your uh, words of power, right, Mm -hmm. really right there. This is a way of, of, of really building strong protection that goes beyond just lighting one candle, right? It goes about creating a real defense system, if you will, Around you that it invokes uh, angels, that it involves candles, that it creates barriers. That this is this is what you really want to um, work with. This is this is the type of kind of protective work you want to do. A couple questions mm-hmm. about um, about this. Would you recommend taking this cleansing bath weekly, like every make this into a sort of uh, routine? Saturdays you do the cleansing bath. Sunday you start with this. Uh, Protective work, would you say that this is best done not as a one-off, but as a kind of weekly thing to do?
3: Yes, this
4: is a weekly thing to do. This is something that you can do every Saturday and Sunday, uh, ritualistically, you know. So, yes, absolutely.
1: Now, we're also working with multiple colors here, but red candles at the four corners uh, is very important here. People don't often associate red with protection. They always associate with with lust, but it is a very protective color. Mm-hmm. Right? It's associated with Mars mm-hmm. and a lot of kind of mm-hmm. traditional long before um, people kind of forget this, but there's been a sort of candle shift. Traditionally, romance was actually associated with light blue. So a lot of kind of early candle work, if you look at kind of early 20th century candle magic books, they'll talk about light blues and maybe some pinks as magic for, uh, for love and romance. Red was generally exclusively protective and then, sure. then over the years, it's been changed. Where now people are like, oh, red is for love, red is for love. So this harkens back to actually a very old way of of working um, this this way, working with these kind of red candles. And then the mixture here is fantastic. I absolutely love this rue, red yeah, pepper, great. dragon's blood, and angelica rue. That is such a mm. great power. Pal- this combination here is so it's fiery, it's protective, and also builds again, and again on that kind of theme of, of red here. Now, you mentioned chant your words or phrase of power and authority. Um, are these, mm-hmm. can these be, uh, do they have to be exactly uh, what you said? Can they be personalized? Can they be based off of something that people picked up, p- books of prayer? What would be your recommendation in, Or in regards to kind of chanting this these words?
4: Now, I would say this. The real magic comes from within, mm. within the heart. Okay? Mm. So, there is no perfect words, okay? You can use your mm. own words or you can mm. use words that have been previously written. So what I uh gave to you guys today was something for, for if you don't know what to say. Because sometimes people don't know mm. what to pray. You know, they yep. get stuck around right mm. about that time. So this is just something to help. But you can speak from the heart and it'd be just as powerful. You could just say
3: mm. God
4: Protect me, you know, put up a shield of fiery wall of protection around me, my family, my mm. endeavors. It can be something mm-hmm. as simple as that. Or you can use a sacred text. Yes, you can.
2: So either or, mm. use
3: what
2: you got that's to do right, right. to give it's- what you want. Mm-hmm. In the chat room, Papa Newt says, Psalms 37, verse 15 is what's associated with the sixth seal of Mars.
3: Mm-hmm. Their
2: sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. So it's yes. perfect alignment mm, if you want fantastic. to choose a psalm. that's a perfect one for dismantling the weapons of your enemies. Exactly. Well, this Wonderful is weird
1: because one of the things that, that I have found is people who are new to hoodoo, particularly people who don't come from hoodoo as a, an actual cultural practice uh, and don't understand how it's associated with the culture and spirituality of African-American uh, traditions and the Southern Baptist tradition, et cetera, aren't aware how to pray. Praying is a kind of bizarre experience for them. Uh, and when you tell people, well, well what do I say? Because they're used to sort of the, the, the sort of formulaic chant that they might have learned elsewhere. So this is great. If you don't know how to pray from the heart, you don't know how to call down spirit, Use these words, use these words of power to help you with this particular uh, working. We have uh, come to the end of our show. This has been such a a fantastic and amazing show with uh, all of you. We are going to turn this over to the wonderful Papa Newt, who is going to give us a brief outro, and I'm all going to come and say some final words.
0: Thank you, Contraman Ali, and thank you, Miss Athena, for being our special co-host. And thank you, Lady Muse of the House of Self-Empowerment.com in Victorville, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to tune in next week when we'll have another special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers. to stay tuned. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodie Rootwork Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Contraman Ali at thecontraman.com and mission.com. California and Miss Athena at con- uh, com in New York City. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt, joining you from Papa Newt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available and archived by LuckyMojo.com slash RadioShow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye.
1: Thanks, Papa. You couldn't have done this show without you and your steady hand here. So Thank you. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you, of course, to Miss Athena and Lady Muse both. Uh, It was such a blast doing this show without with you guys it's always a bit of a challenge when Kat's not here and Nagashiva isn't here but it was such a smooth and easy uh, episode thanks to both of you and, and kind of being so uh, wonderful and what a great great discussion we all had uh, such a fun topic hopefully we can maybe do a part two to this uh, because I think yes, there's so much great. more that can yeah. that can be covered. Yeah. I mean, we really just scratched yeah. the surface. So thank you both yes, for joining us. Uh, also, a special thank you to all the wonderful people uh, in the chat who who joined us. Doc Murphy, Angela L. Uh, Everyone there who who tuned in, uh, those of you who tune in live, you really kind of make this show what it is. Uh, We do this show for you, and it's really great to have all of you in the chat room contributing, chatting, and doing all the kind of fun things that you do. That's it for us here. Have a great week, and we will see you all back next Sunday. Bye-bye now.
3: Bye-bye.